0: If you want daily Elon Musk news and updates, please take a second and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on right now, because we bring it to you every single day. Thank you so much. Now let's get into some Elon news here at the Elon Musk podcast. SpaceX is preparing for one of the most intense flights of human spaceflight ever down at starbase texas spacex has a fully stacked starship booster 7 and ship 24 on the launch pad and they're shaping up to do a wet dress rehearsal sometime in the near future so they do the ground systems they load propellant into the thing they check all the pipes they check all the cables check all the electronics check all the systems in between the ground and the rocket and also the communication systems all of that gets checked during this wet dress rehearsal. And there's another thing that's really close by to the fully stacked Starship. Ship 25 is on pad B right now, right next to the fully stacked Starship, Ship 25. It's on pad B, it's really close. And if they do a wet dress rehearsal, and if something were to happen to the booster or to Ship 24, Ship 25 could be in danger. So, are they going to be moving Ship 25 possibly back to the bay at some point tomorrow? So, road closures happen at Starbase when they're going to do some sort of testing or moving something from one site to the next site. And it's about a mile and a half distance between the production site and the launch site. So, you get there in a couple of minutes. But if you're a 150 foot tall rocket like Ship 25, it's going to take a little while. So, on Monday, January 23rd, 2023, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., there's a road closure. And on Tuesday, January 24th, on 2023, there's another road closure scheduled. So something may be happening. And one of those things could be a wet dress rehearsal of the rocket. And also, there could be the movement of Ship 25 before the wet dress rehearsal starts. So they may move Ship 25 out of that pad, off pad B and back to the bay, and they removed it from the bay because they needed to put another starship in there in the bay to dismantle it. So ship 25, it has the Raptor engines on it. It's pretty close to a static fire. It has to do some testing for cryogenic testing and pressure testing and things like that in order for it to do a static fire. The, the, the fact that it's so close to this ship, to this fully stacked starship that's ready for a wet dress rehearsal, it's dangerous. So I believe they're going to be moving ship 25 away from there. And then they're going to be moving towards the full wet dress rehearsal of a fully stacked starship hasn't been done with this one yet. And this is crazy, cool, crazy, crazy, cool, because this shows that SpaceX is almost ready for the flight of ship 24 and booster seven. Now, what do they have to do for this wet dress rehearsal? basically everything except for launch the vehicle. They have to put propellant in it. They have to test the ground systems. And all the ground systems means every line that fuels the booster in the ship and also the tower. They're going to be testing the tower as well. All the tanking, all the detanking. They're testing all of that before the actual launch. So what's going to happen after the wet dress rehearsal? We're going to kind of jump around here a little bit. They're going to be moving ship 24 off the top of booster Seven, and if anything were to happen during this wet dress rehearsal, they're going to have to move either the ship or the booster back to one of those bays in order to fix it. You know during the wet dress rehearsal of the SLS, we've seen it numerous times. they had to move the ship from the launch site back to the high bay. You know there are there are a thousand breaking points between the ground area, the ground systems. And the ship and I'm just going to be realistic with you here because I love the idea that this goes perfect the first time and I we have to think logically here there are so many failure points in between the ground systems and the ship their continuing testing shows that this is almost ready to launch right and if anything goes wrong with the booster anything goes wrong with the ship they have to dismantle it and they have to take the booster or the ship back to the bay and say, is this worth fixing? Or should we move on to another booster and to another ship? Because ship 25 is right there, you know, and the next booster is ready. It's it's all ready to go. I mean, they have the the Raptor 2s on the booster right now. And if something were to happen and it's like, oh, we can't really do anything with this booster anymore. We realized this isn't going to be the one. They can stand down. They don't have to launch this. There's no There's no law saying SpaceX has to launch this booster. They could, even though we don't want it to, they could take this booster and move it back to the bay and say, yeah, this is a catastrophic failure. We have to move on from this. But if everything goes well, think about that. If everything goes well, SpaceX will soon be launching the Starship for the first orbital flight test. They have to remove the ship, Ship 24, before they do that, and they're going to do a static fire of the booster. Now, there's other things in the path of the flight that may get in the way, and these are kind of speculation at this point, but I want to tell you about them because if it's not happening for this flight, it may happen for flight two in that they're building a deluge system down there. The deluge system is basically sound suppression for the rocket because this is a, even though it's out in the middle of nowhere, the booster is the most powerful rocket that's ever been built and the blast from this rocket could shatter windows, could hurt people, you know, it could hurt things, you know, material things, vehicles, et cetera, miles and miles away. And the suppression system, the deluge system could mitigate that to some point, right. And they're moving these tanks from, from Florida, over to Boca Chica right now. They're on a barge right now, and then moving them over to Boca Chica, where Starbase is. And those tanks will be, hopefully, partially, possibly all of them could be for a deluge system that shoots water under the booster as it ignites, and all of the force that's going down creates energy, which ripples the air basically and shoots sound everywhere but the water shoots towards that sound all around it and kind of mitigates those, those, those vibrations basically. And also they have to think about the orbital launch mount. It's going to vibrate like crazy. And this water is going to stop it from vibrating because if they don't stop this thing from vibrating from those 33 engines, something catastrophic could go wrong with the ground systems. And if something goes wrong with the ground systems, that's hard to replace. Building a rocket, even though it's one of the most incredible feats that humans can do, building a gigantic rocket like this is insanely difficult. The ground systems can't be replaced as quickly as a rocket. So think about that for a second. Would they launch this rocket knowing that there could be some damage from these 33 boosters and set them back six months? to repair this orbital launch mount, or would they just bring in some water? I mean, what's the logical, what's the logical explanation in your head? Would they just go, okay, let's just, whatever, just fly it. Or would they go, you know what, this is a really important mission because in a couple of years, NASA is going to depend on this rocket and they're going to depend on this system including the orbital launch and all the electronics, all the pipes, everything on the ground that's built to blast this rocket into orbit and to the moon. NASA and people are depending on this to work perfectly every single time. And if SpaceX were to get this deluge system in place in the next few weeks, they could possibly test it a few times before what Elon says, late February, Sometime in March for the launch of the Starship, so there is a silver lining here. You know, even though it may stop the launch from happening, in the meantime, you know, in the time that we're here right now, for the next few weeks, we do want to see a launch. Of course, like as soon as possible, I think that'll be amazing. But also do it right. You know, I don't think Elon has ever done anything that's sort of half-hearted. You know, like if you're gonna do it, do it right. And Gwynne Shotwell is in charge of this stuff now, so. Gwynne well in charge of Starbase, in charge of Starship. So there's no reason why they wouldn't just hold off a little bit and do it properly. And here's one of the things that I want to show you as well. And for anybody that's listening right now, there's a TFR in place for January 23rd and January 24th. And the TFR is the really important part because this is the no-fly zone. No-fly zone around Starbase. So basically, anything up to 14000 Thousand feet from the surface up to 14,000 feet, and this means that they are thinking about things that could go wrong. So, if you load propellant into this gigantic rocket, the most propellant has ever been loaded into any rocket ever basically, the biggest rocket ever needs the most fuel ever, and anything goes wrong. If there's any sort of ignition that's not supposed to happen, they need to. Make sure that people are safe. Planes that are flying overhead are safe. Pe- you know, planes that are flying near it are safe because there's a, there's a keep out zone around it as well, not just up. So anything that's 30,000 feet up, you know, that should be fine. But, you know, low flying aircraft up to 14,000 feet, you know, those those would be damaged. So anything around there is cut off from the rest of, you know, from from the whole area down there. So you can't fly over it. So that was an important one. And SpaceX just recently on Twitter, it was January 12th, I believe. January 12th, they said um, teams are stepping into a series of tests prior to Starship's first flight tests in the weeks ahead, including full stack wet dress rehearsals and hold down firing of Booster 7's 33 Raptors. So they are ready for this in the weeks ahead. Full stack wet dress rehearsals. So this could be numerous wet dress rehearsals and hold down firing of Booster 7's 33 Raptor. Could they be doing a few wet dress rehearsals just to make sure that everything's okay? Series of tests prior to Starship's first flight test in the weeks ahead. So they think SpaceX actually put this out on their Twitter. Tests prior to Starship's first flight tests in the weeks ahead. Could they mean a few weeks or could they mean 8 to 12? 16, 20 weeks, that's weeks ahead. Also, we got to remember, like I was saying before, if there's a leak, if there's something that goes wrong during this wet dress rehearsal, something could stop them from doing this and they could take some time. They may even take a week, maybe two weeks to fix a leak. And then they're going to have to do a whole series of tests again to make sure that the leak is fixed. So they could do a small a small leak test instead of doing a full wet dress rehearsal, depending on where this leak is. And I'm just being pragmatic here. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to be at somebody's downer or anything like that. I'm here to, to, you know, bring you up to speed with what's going on down there. But also we have to be very logical about this because this is rocket science and this is very dangerous. And this could have consequences that could last for years. So, you have to think about those things if there's some sort of leak if there's some some faulty something could be a pipe could be a rivet could be anything could be a wire could be electric could be anything spacex has to mitigate that for the launch they have to stop that in its you know in the place and they have to fix it wherever it is if it's a ground system they fix it on the ground if it's in the rocket or the or the booster they take it back to the bay and they fix it or they could possibly fix it there on the pad depending on how major or minor the, uh, the damage is to the thing. So there's a possibility we could see this thing happen really fast. If everything goes well, everything could go perfectly well the first time around and nothing bad could happen. And they could just launch this thing in a few weeks. But I, I do believe it's going to take a little while. They say tests in the weeks, in the weeks ahead, fight test prior to the Starship's first flight test in the weeks ahead. And that's, kind of, I don't know if it's misleading, but I think it's optimistic. I really do think it's optimistic, including full stack wet dress rehearsals, numerous wet dress rehearsals and hold down firing of Raptor sevens, 33 Raptor or booster sevens Raptor engines. So I believe they're going to be moving the ship out of the way ship 25. And I believe when they do the full uh, 33 engine static fire, There's got to, I I think there's got to be a suppression system, but please, I hope they prove me wrong. And I I think the orbital launch mount, if it can take, if it can withstand the heat from those 33 Raptor engines and it doesn't melt things around the bottom of the, of the orbital launch mount, it's not going to, it's probably not going to melt the mount itself, but the things around it. There was exposed electronics, you know, there's, there's welded pipes on there, which bring, you know, coolant from one place to another place. But there's also wiring, which we all know wiring is, you know, it's just wires with uh, wrapped in plastic or rubber. And that could possibly melt and ruin the whole area wherever it gets melted. So sound suppression system, the water deluge system, could that be in place within the next few days before the 33 Raptor engines? And they could possibly wire it up, hook it up within the next week or two if the barge gets over here in the next two days. And if they do a wet dress rehearsal, so let's, let's break it down like this. If they do a wet dress rehearsal on Monday or Tuesday, the Nutmar was for Monday through Tuesday. So if they do that, if they do the wet dress rehearsal Monday, they take that data, they crunch down the data for a few days. And during that time, a barge comes in, With all these tanks, with a deluge, they could possibly set up a deluge system. I mean, they may even have the, the pipes ready to go because we've seen them do a small deluge system underneath the rocket before. And it's basically like a little sprinkler system, but maybe they just didn't have the water pressure for a real big deluge system. Maybe they didn't have anything hooked up to it that could actually, you know, powerful enough to shoot the water to a big enough, big enough area, like a, like a full, 33 raptor engine static fire could take hopefully spacex steps in and they do the right thing and they get some sort of sound suppression system some sort of water deluge system in there and they they protect themselves because they need to protect this orbital launch mount and they need to protect this rocket at all costs so i want to say thank you for listening to this And thank you very much for being part of the show. And if you like this show, please take a second and subscribe to it because it really does help a lot. And if you're on YouTube, thank you very much for watching. Please leave a comment down below and tell me what you think. This is, I'm recording this very late at night and I'm kind of rambly because I'm really tired. So this is one of those rambly ones that I love to do. And I love that you're here with me. So thank you so much for all of your support throughout the time that I've been here. February 14th four years four years will be will we've been on YouTube for four years so that's our YouTube anniversary so thank you so much for subscribing on whatever podcast platform if you're just listening a podcast platform whatever you're on please hit the subscribe button it helps out the show tremendously so thank you so much appreciate you and I'll see you next time bye bye